Thanks. So why was Yevtushenko pressured to write a second version of the poems? What was wrong with the first one in the Soviet view? All right. So on the um, the first poem that Yevtushenko wrote was actually inspired, obviously, by the massacre. He had he had gone to the ravine and realized there was no memorial there to um, commemorate the the massacre of the Jews. And this really incensed him. And he decided to write this poem in order to bring the whole event to light. Uh, they're not quite sure how many people died, maybe up to 100,000 in all. And two years after the massacre happened, the Germans came back and uh, basically wanted to cover up what happened. So they dug up the bodies, they burnt them, basically destroyed any evidence. But it was also coming to light at this time that there might have been native Ukrainians who were involved, whether they were forced to collaborate with the Nazis or willingly collaborated, nobody really knows. So, of course, it was in everyone's interest to keep this, you know, right. below the surface. Right. And uh, Yevtushenko, knowing this, was was basically upset by this and, and wrote this poem to say, oh, look, it, the, the Soviet government seems to also be not acknowledging this Nazi massacre. And he, he wanted to highlight this um, potential and anti-Semitic view of the government at the time. So after the pressure from the government around the premiere of the symphony, Yevtushenko rewrites the poem. Mm-hmm. What are the big differences in his rewrite between the original, his sort of original intent and then what, what he resubmitted? So it's actually only a couple of lines, but in those lines, he does mention the Russians and the Ukrainians who also suffered throughout the massacre, whether, um, I don't think he references their participation in this, but he he makes it known that everybody suffered during this massacre. I'm wondering why Shostakovich, knowing the nature of this government and the sometimes fatal consequences of contravening it, why he would take the risk of setting this work? All right. So actually, I th- there I have a quote here um, uh, by Shostakovich. It's from his memoirs. Um, they're not authenticated, yeah. but he did he did leave this uh, quote about his views on anti-Semitism. He said, "I often test a person by his attitude towards the Jews. In our day and age, any person with pretensions of decency cannot be anti-Semitic. The Jews are a symbol for me. All of man's defenselessness is concentrated in them." After the war, I tried to convey that feeling in my music. It was a bad time for Jews then. In fact, it is always a bad time for them. We must never forget about the dangers of anti-Semitism and keep reminding others of it because the infection is alive and who knows if it will ever disappear. That's why I was overjoyed when I read Yevtushenko's Babi Yar. The poem astounded me. They tried to destroy the memory of Babi Yar, first the Germans and then the Ukrainian government. But after Yevtushenko's poem, it became clear that it would never be forgotten. That is the power of art. People knew about Babi Yar before the poem, but they were silent. But when they read the poem, the silence was broken. He in, and he basically decided to to write that, write the music to it. Hmm. So what's the change that Yevtushenko makes? What's the difference with the second set of poems? So it's only the first, it's only Babi Yar that's affected, and it's just a couple of lines referring, uh, making sure to um, refer to the Russians and Ukrainians that were that were also part, maybe part of this or involved, but everyone had suffered during the war. Um, I've read that Shostakovich did not actually, was not happy with the fact that Yevtushenko was was pressured to do this, and he, he didn't want to change the music. It turned out he did not need to change the music, and the, the music actually stayed the same, even though the, the, the second set of poems were published um, in a different form. So in performing this with Maestro Borieko, we'll be performing the first version of Babayar. Right, the, the original. The original. Yes. Um, 
knowing the context, obviously the the you know the deep uh, and despair of of all of the history behind it. What else is unique about this TS perf- TSO performance? Well, I think it's actually the first time the TSOs ever performed Shostakovich thirteen. Um, it will involve a a male chorus. It's mm-hmm. actually the the men from the Amadeus Choir and the Elmer Eisler Singers. They will be singing in the in the Russian text. We'll also have a Russian bass soloist. Well, thanks so much for telling us about yeah. it. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Hannah.